Casey, joined with Davis, Ian, and our good pal Michael is here with us this week. What's up, fellas? Some other guy. Some other guy. <laughs> this is the fourth time I've been on here, man. <laughs> I know. You almost jowl over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did that to jowl one time. I was talking to my, to my dad on the phone, and it was like the three of us, or four of us standing there, and I'm like, yeah, I'm with Davis, Ian, and some other guy. <laughs> just skipped right over him just somebody that went over really well well he didn't know him at the time so I figured it didn't matter if he knew his name or not right it didn't so what you guys been up to um, well you know the Well, I've been doing a lot of been doing a lot of working, and yeah, nothing really exciting. Davis's house uh, committed suicide. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, it's super cool. Did you get it all sorted out? Yeah, Um, all I had to do was open up my wallet as wide as I could and shake out everything that was in it towards anybody that would take it. (laughs) So what actually, what was the diagnosis at the end of the whole thing? All right, so uh, just intro so everyone's on the same page. Like, uh, I get home for lunch, like, last Tuesday, and, like, some of my lights are kind of dim, kind of flickering, and like my fridge, I could hear it like working really hard, and I could hear like my furnace kind of buzzing and stuff like that. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And like I, you know, not really thinking about it because I didn't have a whole ton of shit on. Like I threw, you know, something in the microwave to cook for lunch and hang out with the dog for a minute, stuff like that. And like I opened up the microwave when my shit was done, and like the the light that was in there was like the sun. It was like the brightest fucking thing ever. So I was like, oh, this is not cool. So I, I went and like turned on a different light, and that thing was like, boom, just like the fucking sun. Super bright, blew out like almost instantly. So at this point, I'm like, okay, there's there's actually something like for real going on. It's like I'm like putting my ear up to like the fridge and the furnace, and I can hear stuff like fizzling and popping and shit. Yeah. My stove's freaking out. Uh, so I just killed the main power to the house. So, uh, buddy Scott comes out. He goes through the board, uh, cause he, he installed a new board. Um, like the actual, like main circuit board or fuse panel, you know, for the house. He installed it last year. Um, so he's checking everything out and everything is fine. And then like he runs outside and checks like voltage out there and everything's fine he's like i don't i don't know if there's anything wrong so like he swaps out like the main breaker because he's like maybe this is the issue maybe like one side is dead or something so he puts that in starts turning on lights and shit putting power to everything else and everything just starts freaking out again so he's like well what the fuck something's definitely weird here and it's not your main because i just swapped it out 
so we kill the power on everything, run back outside, and, like, there's, like, this tiny little, like, vine and branch that are, like, resting on my power line that go into the house. And it's, like, pulling it far enough away that it's just, like, arcing power across to where it should have constant power. So it uh, browned out my house. And destroyed almost everything in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least it, it did a very good job trying, that's for sure. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sucks. We got it all taken care of? Did you get it all taken care of? Oh, he's gone. Awesome. Okay. Let's assume no. <laughs> <laughs> all all evidence points toward no oh I bought a boat you bought, bought a boat, boat? yeah I bought boat? a small aluminum boat uh, I found it on let go which is like garbage craigslist and uh, I went to pick it up it was at this short little fat little redneck guy's house and I got there and it's just filthy, just covered in crap. And um, so I'm looking it over. I mean, it looks like a boat, you know, looks like a, a metal trough. So he's like, "Yeah, man, it's great. It's you know, it's it's a fantastic boat. I just you know, I just don't use it enough. I swear up and down it doesn't leak. I mean, I promise you, it doesn't leak. It leaks like a sieve. <laughs> so I get this thing home and I'm like. We took it out. I wanted to try it so bad, but there was a big thunderstorm blowing in. So we went back and threw it in the pond, and I'm like, come on, let's get in it. And April's like, I don't know. No, I don't yeah. think I'm going to do that in the lightning storm. I'm like, ah, it's no big deal. So I got in it, and it was just immediately started huge lightning strikes and stuff. But in the two seconds that I was in it, like, the bottom of the boat filled with water. <laughs> oh, man. Just flex seal that thing. Yeah, that's basically what I did. It was just uh, it shoved putty into every little crevice of it. Added an extra 30 pounds onto the total weight. <laughs> Completely took the advantage of it being an aluminum boat away. Yeah, I guess so. But it's not leaking now. I think we have a, uh, a, a shaky truce, me and the boat. Did it have, did it have a motor? No, it's it's literally it's like just a tiny little aluminum boat. It's so small that I can shove it in my truck with the topper on it, you know, and just close the tailgate. So it's an aluminum kayak. Yeah, it's like a just a little like tiny fishing boat. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's need to cool get one of those need to get one of those super like dished ones that just rests on top of the water. Like we saw when we were kayaking down the river. All those fishing boats. Oh yeah, those are cool. Yeah, I, I just wanted something that was something I could throw in the back of the truck, no big deal, and that you know, if need be, I could do it by myself. So like, if I just wanted to run, go fishing one day, I could just boom, toss it in there. Yeah. Which is what I have. It's just, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so for stories uh, I stabbed my hand man I yeah. saw that too 
with, looks uh, rough. with a box cutter. I was cutting the shock, <clears throat> cutting the shock. Like I was, str- I was replacing the rear shocks on my truck, and there's a, a strap holding the shock, compressing the shock, just a plastic strap. So I was cutting, oh, it, cutting it and holding half of the shock, and uh, you guys there? Yeah. All right. Got weird for a second. Um, so I was cutting the shock, knife slipped, and I just plunged 100% of the blade into my hand. <clears throat> Through like the, the meat between your forefinger and your thumb on the top of your hand. Did it shock when you? I, I, it shocked me. So when I <laughs> pulled it out, I must have twisted it when I pulled it out. Because it pulled some meat out. And there was a stream, uh. there was a stream of blood squirting out about two inches high. Ooh. Were you, think, just, were you kind of thinking maybe uh, you'd rather die than deal with this right now? No, I thought, uh, I hope I don't have to call an ambulance. I hope I can just drive myself <laughs> to the hospital. So I plugged it with my thumb, plugged, plugged it with some trash. <laughs> Literally, like, <laughs> put your thumb in the hole. Yeah. And then I'm walking up to the house. I pull my thumb off of it. It's still just squirting out. So I went inside, washed it off, and it's just bleeding like crazy. So the whole time I'm thinking, shit, I need to get this to stop bleeding because I don't want to call an ambulance. I just want to drive myself to the hospital and get a couple of stitches and come back. So You shove a tampon in there. I'm cleaning it, and it's basically what I had to do. I just took a towel and smashed it on there. I got it to stop, stop bleeding. I called Ashley in the meantime, and I said, you know, A, I poked myself with a knife. It's bleeding pretty bad. I'm going to go get a couple of stitches put in it. So she calls me back as I'm trying to stop the bleeding. And she's like, what's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. I just... I have a giant hole listen, in my hand. Did, said, did you listen to the message? She said, I, when I saw bleeding, I deleted the message. So, <laughs> so I'm talking to her. I'm like, all right, I'm going to the hospital. You know, she wants to meet me up there or whatever. Screw that. I just want to go by myself and get it done. So I pull out and I'm driving down the road and I was like, oh, shit. I didn't finish doing my shocks. I got one shock on and then a top, <laughs> like the top of one of my shocks on the other side. So I turned around, turned around, finished doing the job, went to the hospital, got a couple of stitches, five stitches. I know you sent a picture of it. It was pretty gnarly. It was awful. Didn't hurt. Didn't hurt at all. For some reason, it just, I must have plunged it into uh, a numbing nerve or something. Because it just didn't hurt. A numbing nerve where all of your blood is stored. Yeah. I was, I was literally being serious. They say, like, if you, like, that's how you're supposed to treat a gunshot wound, like, until you get to hospitals, like, shove a tampon in the hole. I thought about it, but I got it to stop. Or you can pee on it. That's that's like or plan B. For well, real? That's just, yeah. That's just for fun. Why would you piss on it? I don't know. It's it's like a, a last chance resort for oh. any medical problem. Is you yeah. Mostly for, uh, you know, jellyfish things. But right. I think you could try it for all sorts of things. 
like migraine well, I headaches. I think, you're, I think you're giving people poor advice uh, right now. Muscle spasms, ingrown headaches. toenails, uh, hernia. Hernia's... <laughs> hernia. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to make contact with it, you know, so that can be the tough part, but... Strep um, throat. I, yeah, that's stre- true because... <laughs> <Strep throat. laughs> I had a hernia uh, when I was five, and I used to piss all over myself, and he cured it. See? <laughs> How'd you get a hernia when you were five? I don't know, picking up shit, picking up rocks. I don't know, swinging axes and shit. I was a crazy kid. <laughs> it was wacky. Uh, yeah, and pissing doesn't cure it because I used to piss the bed every day. Well, that's and just I still. I still needed surgery for my hernia. Didn't cure my hernia. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it probably well, helped. Agree to disagree. Maybe, yeah, maybe my hernia would have been worse if I didn't piss the bed. You're right. <laughs> Davis's audio and and input and output are not working, so he's just he's just uh, videoing in and giving us hand signals. Yeah, well, I switched to uh, my phone because it's the only reliable piece of technology. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't mention that the dude next door <laughs> to your house on what the same day cut your cable, cut oh, your yeah. internet off. Yeah, well, uh, okay, so I'll, I'll finish my story, because I, I heard all of you guys saying, like, uh, did you get it figured out? Did you get it figured out? Like a bunch of fucking pricks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at any rate, And you weren't answering like an asshole. I know, I know. That's, <laughs> that's on me, man. That's on me. Uh, so consumers came. They, uh, they fixed everything up. And then I called him the next day, and I was like, because uh, I talked to I talked to Scott again, and he's like, well, dude, if it's consumers, you know, they're responsible for the line going into your house, so they should be responsible for your bullshit that they broke. So I was like, I'm completely cool with that. Okay, so I called consumers, bitched at them like, hey, you guys gave me the fucking brown eye and ruined everything. <laughs> and so they said, okay, we'll send someone out to come ch- take a look at stuff. And I never heard back from him. So I called him back like a, a day or two later. And I was like, so when the fuck are you coming and doing this? And they're like, oh, we already sent somebody out there. And they said that the power going to the house is fine. <clears throat> and I was like, well, no shit. You, you already had someone out and fixed it. The problem is what happened before you fixed it. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, it's an act of God. Sorry. Fuck yourself. An act of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. I think that's just like the uh, the standard way out of any sort of liability. Yeah, on an insurance oh, nothing we can do. Part. Yeah, yeah, blanket, blanket uh, freedom. So, um, option number two is that I can uh, file a claim with my insurance. And I started talking to them about it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. That's what you have insurance for. But your price is going to go up. But yep. Uh, your premium will increase and you will lose your uh, no claim discount and you still have a thousand dollar deductible so uh, yeah if you want to go ahead and make a claim go for it hot shot let's see how well this goes 
Well, did your is your what all's ruined? Um, so far my stove, my furnace, my garage door opener, and that's all I know so far. But even still, what's a what's a furnace cost? Uh, like ten grand. Well, okay, Mike's a little off base there. Um, nine grand. Uh, can I get an eight? Probably. You could probably get one installed for about twenty five hundred. No way, really. Yeah. Well, that shows how much I know about that. Hmm. Yeah. So basically, um, you're going to be, what, three grand into the whole thing? 3500 3500 probably, right? Because the stove and garage door and all that. Well, the garage door, they hooked me up fat. I called them. Um, I've, only, I've had that for like uh less than a year and they're like we'll we'll extend this courtesy to you this one fucking time <laughs> and we'll we'll just send you a new board and all you have to do is pay for shipping whoa oh, that's solid yeah i was like okay so like i get a new board that i have to install which kind of blows but whatever but it was like nine bucks um the stove i've been doing all this research on uh online like all these different like appliance repair forums uh basically i think what happened is that it it toasted my like my main control board um so i got one of those on order and that's 250 dollars. and hopefully after i install that that's good but there's honestly no telling if that's what's actually going to cure it as far as the furnace goes um I could nickel and dime it with parts uh, because, like, uh, imagine, like, a, a A to Z line of power and, like, it fried out A. So I could fix A, and then from there I can test B through Z and see if any of that shit's broken. Um, and then if B is broken, then I have to fix that and then go on until, you know, I have power throughout everything. Um, and it could be that everything is fine after I fix A. I just don't know. There's no way of telling. So, uh, that would be probably a few hundred dollars or, uh, you know, go big time for like 2,500 and just get a new furnace and, I don't know. That would suck. Yeah, but you're balling. Oh, really? <laughs> That's news to me. Yeah, I know. So I'd let you know. news to me. Yeah, I, I appreciate that uh, that update. So, uh, at any rate, that's, that's where I'm at. That's what my house is doing. It's trying to self-destruct. And uh, I just have to figure out how much money I want to throw at it. And the neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on top of, uh, like, my power getting fucked up, which if they're connected around the same line, it probably was that fucking douchebag. any rate, this sack of shit that bought this property right next to me, he's just a fucking cowboy. And he's just uh, mowing over all these trees, leveling out the land, covering up shit, moving shit all around. 
and in the process just fucking destroyed my uh my my cable like my internet cable so like <laughs> on top of not having power once i finally got that back uh like my uh, i didn't have internet and i was like what the fuck is going on with this so you know i go through like the standard troubleshooting of you know restart your modem now restart your router and like it just come kept coming back like oh we, we can't actually communicate with anything right now something must be wrong so i called those douchebags charter and uh they're like yeah i don't know maybe there's something wrong i'm like well why don't you come fucking figure it out <laughs> they got an idea yeah well like okay so when the dude came uh like last tuesday to fix um to fix the power line like he left me a message he's like hey uh your shit's all good now it's like off the ground and you should have power and uh by the way there's like a cable connection that's really fucked up right here too so if you don't have internet that's not us but someone fucked it up so i i relayed that to charter and they're like well who you, you can see a broken line i'm like no you asshole that fucking consumers was telling me they're like oh did, did they break it i'm like oh my god i i fucking hate all of you so much no one <laughs> wants to take responsibility for anything anywhere yeah. fucking passing the buck it's awesome so now i have cable again great uh i can't cook food uh eh. uh my furnace doesn't work not that i need it and I have so to the, open my garage door by hand. What? So the cable, the the power line is over by that guy's new property. No, it's uh, it's like in between my house and Bob's house. Oh, I was gonna say it's probably him dropping shit on there, and you could probably get his insurance paid for, but no dice. No, if anything, I mean, for consumers to see it, I would assume. That they they would have seen it when they were fixing my line. So maybe it, like if he yanked it super hard from his property, it pulled it out from mine and possibly pulled the power connection too. Less an act of God, more an act of a douchebag. Hmm. But, but the no company worth billions calls it a act of God. So that's what it is. Yeah, all part of all part of God's plan. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's it. It's just all part of God's plan. Uh huh. God didn't want me to have power for that night. Nope. So I was. In Hallelujah. Game. Yeah. He doesn't want you eat jacks anymore. No, no. He doesn't want you looking on the internet. Nope. <laughs> well, that's understandable. Yeah, Kraft's stock drop drop last week. Just <laughs> like so many less jacks getting bought. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't had a jacks in a long time. I need to make that happen. Get them every now and then. Or you can get the jacks on steroids, the tombstone. Tombstone are good. Ah, good I don't like tombstone. All about, all about really? tombstone. Yeah, I don't tombstone. I, I would rather have a jacks like any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tombstone's too, like, bready. It's just that nasty, like, mushy oven pizza bread. It tastes like uh, cook. 
cook it all the way. Cook it on like one of those pans with the holes in it, like those pizza pans. Yeah, I know how to or cook just, it. Just throw it's... it on the, the oven grate. <laughs> I'm just saying. Cook it it just tastes right like mug. trash. <laughs> it doesn't matter which way you do. It's like their pizza crust is just white bread. Yeah, it's like super good. Ugh. <laughs> white trash crust. Yeah, they put pepperoni in the sauce too. So, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> good. <laughs> Are you doing spicy? You know, if they infused oh. it with like ranch dressing, then then we'd be talking. Oh. <laughs> that seems like a Walmart product. Every time I go yeah. there, like you know, they have like the freezer section end cap. There's like a new white trash food item there every time I'm there. Like stuffed Doritos. Yeah, like stuffed Doritos. That's a perfect oh, example. Oh, what do you see in uh, Oreo in churros? Texas. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, Oreo churros. What? Uh, um, that sounds delicious. <laughs> and it seems like a good idea. Also, yeah. what? It's about time. What is a stuffed Dorito? It's basically it's like, like a, a, a a Mexican pizza roll. Yeah, yeah you, you know, like like a pizza roll or like um, oh, like when you get like a jala, like jalapeno poppers, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but like the crust is like crunched up Doritos, and then the inside has, like, melted cheese or whatever in it. That sounds delicious. I don't think <laughs> I've tried those, but I have tried right. the Burger King things. April got an order of those Cheeto... What are those things? Mac and Cheetos. Ugh. That sounds awful. <laughs> they were... They were gross. <laughs> that sounds absolutely disgusting. Now, I like cheese as much as the next guy, but that seems a little bit, seems a bit much. So, there's this bakery, Kansas City, that we've been going to when we're up there, and it's only open Thursday through Saturday. It's just like a, a little hipstery place, and like when they sell out for the day, they're closed, you know? But uh, they make these things they call a cheese slipper, and it's like a big old like uh it's basically like the size of like a medium pizza but it's this big puffy loaf of bread and it's all infused with like garlic and cheese and it is oh. fantastic it sounds pretty delightful actually yeah I, I like the standard thing that like pizza places have where it's like a pizza with no sauce or anything on it it's like just cheese what? that shit's pretty good too Oh, like, Davis, what, like you used to get it all the time. Cheese bread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, shit's, that shit's solid, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, that. All right, so, not to get off subject, but, Mike, I'm really curious about these new developments. Yes, with, uh, we've wasted <laughs> enough time. Let's hear the, the juicy details. I was I was waiting for Davis to make sure he was back. Uh, yeah, so last night, my, it was just last night, my uh, 13-year-old son comes down. And he's got like Facebook Messenger and he's getting like all these texts from this guy named in quotes Junior. And he's like saying like, hey, do you, you remember me? I used to walk around and, uh, you know, I, I'm friends with your brother. Tell Quentin I said hi. And then he's like, do you remember me? And he sent like a picture of his face to him. And he was like, don't be scared. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, this is beyond. So I, I just Corbin didn't respond to him. So I, I he gave me his phone. And he's like, what's going on with this guy? And I'm like, 
So I just responded, why are you texting my son? And I think he thought he, I think he thought I was his, I was my wife. And, uh, he's like, Oh, Hey girl, like haven't talked to you in a while. Like, Oh, I was just wanting, uh, just, just basically talking, you know? And I'm just like, uh, this is his dad. And I don't want adults texting my 13 and 11 year old son, you know? And, uh, he's like, I think you're overthinking this. I, you know, and I'm like, I'm not overthinking anything. I think you understand. I don't this. want random adults texting my 13 and 11 year old sons. Period. And uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it wasn't super eventful, but I thought that you guys would find that pretty interesting. That apparently I'm still being somewhat stalked by pedo tired. That's How long super before weird. he ends up in your house? <laughs> like the top, we're we're on a countdown. Now. If he comes, if he's in my house <laughs> in the middle of the night, he probably isn't leaving. So <laughs> I hate like, to say it, but I uh, I listen, I watched this episode of Stalked one time where this guy was just hassling this girl, like over and over and over again, always driving by her house and stuff like that. And uh, she was talking about how one day she she went to get in the shower and. You know, like, the, the, the shower was pretty hot, and so the mirror, like, steamed up. And there was a big mark on the mirror where he had, like, licked it. Oh, God. Thank so you So you should that. check your mirrors, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, this guy, it's like, it's like every time, as soon as I kind of forget about him, he comes back, you know? Like, well, we talked about it a few months ago. It's like, you know, I was getting kind of concerned, you know, a few months ago. And then, find, you know, he kind of went away. And it's like, okay, you know. And I don't know, just moved on for kind of basically just kind of forgot about it. And it's like he just always shows back up. And it's like, I don't know you. I don't owe you anything. I don't want to know you. Why are you always so interested in my family you know like it's just weird and the guy he's just he's just off enough that it just it's creepy you know he's just off enough to do the sorts of things that i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing you know i mean he's are he's already been in trouble for texting like young girls and stuff i mean i mean he's you know he's on the sex offender list and shit you know i mean he's a weird dude you know? That's it's so weird to text a child your face and say don't be scared. That's, that's what like, I'm saying. That's, <laughs> like, that, that's a that's a Hollywood child molester move. Yeah, that's that's what I thought when I saw him say that. That's the honestly, Ian. That's exactly what I thought because you know. And then he tried to like brush it off, like, well, you know, I'm really just kind of texting for my brother because my brother's friends with you know one of your sons and he wanted me to get a hold of him. And I'm like, but why are you sending pictures of your face and then saying, don't be scared? You know, like, you should t- that's, you it's, should... it just seems a little groomy. Like you're trying to groom somebody. I don't know. It's right. really you weird. Should, oh. You should tell him you want to talk to his brother then. Yeah. I know. I should have. You know, but the, well, the weirdest thing, too, is like, you know, like on Facebook Messenger, that's what he was sending it on. Well, on Facebook Messenger, you can do like voice calls, too. 
So, like, the whole time that he was texting Corbin, like, the phone just kept ringing. Like, he just kept calling, too. He called probably, like, ten times while they were texting. Oh or Corbin never gosh. Corbin never responded to him. I The first one that responded to him was me, and I just said, why are you texting my son, you know? And I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's like, you know, you, you talk to people that sort of know him, and they all say, oh, he's harmless or whatever. It's like, yeah, but, you know, I think Casey and I have said before, you know, everybody thought Ed Gein was pretty harmless too, you know? And, he's a bit of an odd duck. Yeah, exactly. Like every quote from the town is like, he's a bit of an oddball, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, an odd man. But, you just know, old Ed. He just likes eating nice his enough. beans and creeping around <laughs> the cemetery at night in women's clothing. Yeah, <laughs> But, yeah, so, you know, that's what I mean, you know. It's like, yeah, I think everybody just... kind of thought he was harmless, but they're not, you know, and I don't know. Well, and like I said, I, okay. I hate to be, what? like, the overreactor guy, but, you know. No, but, shit. okay. The whole time that you're not talking to this guy, he's not talking to you either. He's off doing his other thing, you know, other things. He doesn't even live there anymore, does he? Didn't he move somewhere else? Well, he did, and then he was saying that he, I don't know. I mean, you got to try to believe what he said, you know, but I mean, he was saying like, well, I moved, you know, that he moved away, and then he was thinking about moving back, and I don't know. I, I don't, I haven't seen him in a long time, so, so dude, I'm like, assuming what not around. What sort of, like, chemical reaction in his brain all of a sudden makes him think, like, I got to get, get in touch with that kid? Yeah, that's what I mean. You know, that's what I don't, that's what I don't like. It's like it, he seems like he gets, he gets, like, fixated on people, you know? And he's been fixated on my family for a couple years. Like, he's always, there's just been little periods every, you know, three to six months where he sort of, like, really wants to talk to somebody in my family, you know? Like, he really wants to talk to me, or he really wants to talk to Lindsay, and apparently now he really wants to talk to, you know, my 13-year-old. And it's like, you know, why don't you just leave us the hell alone, and we'll leave you alone, you know? But like I said, man, I ever hear a little bump in the night or something like that, and I get up and I see him, uh, I hate to say what's going to happen to him, but he's not going to be in good shape at the end of it. Dude, you better start preparing for it now. Rig up your house like Dennis the Menace style. Yeah, man. Like but. anybody who who knocks on the door gets a paint can in the face. Rig it up like <laughs> rig it up like cocaine cowboys and just mace everything. Yeah. <laughs> just pepper spray indiscriminately in every direction. It would also deter uh young kids from sneaking out at night, so that might I be. do think you should maybe think about calling a truce with him. just just Uh, you know i don't know whichever kid is your least favorite you know oh my god (laughs) so the the face was it his face yeah oh god yep there's like a picture of him just like smiling all big (laughs) i want to see this dude well when uh i can't do it right now but when i'm done i'll get my son's phone i'll send you the picture it's it's just when you look at this guy, it's like, fuck, he's weird, you know. You should just post up a bunch of, or use like, make a big picture of his face at the next town hall. Be like, watch out for this guy. He texts little boys. Well, yeah, that's the thing, you know. <laughs> and and I don't I don't know if uh... as standing president, <laughs> start making decrees. 
Yeah, I could. So, no pedo tarp. <laughs> what are April's friends? She has a uh, a stalker on online that's just getting like more and more strange, like all the time. He's supposedly schizophrenic and he's off his medication. But she's had to like report him to the police and stuff because he's making videos talking about how like he's like this is just a cry you know I'm just asking someone anyone to help me because uh, my brother you know he's he's raped me like a bunch of times and you know he's uh, basically like put out hits on a couple of these girls that are streamers on Twitch. And he he keeps saying that like his his brother is hired like a hitman to kill these these girls. One the only cure is April's friend. Acquire the only cure is acquiring a skin suit. Yeah, maybe so. Hang <laughs> He's on, gonna what? procure one. Yeah, <laughs> procure myself a skin suit. <laughs> Solid plan. Yeah, but <laughs> is is that the guy with the peanut butter on his feet? No, <laughs> same girl though. <laughs> Wasn't that great? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Well, he, he texted her a random picture of his dong, like out of nowhere, and so she just started like See? texting him good back move, though. and being like, <laughs> "Solid move." Was it healthy? Was it a healthy dong? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't is, he, is he hung or what? Uh, I don't know. But she was basically like, she's like. <laughs> Show feet. Show feet or I'll delete you. So he just like sends her a picture of his feet. And then she's like, spread your peanut butter, spread peanut butter on your feet. <laughs> he sends her a picture of him just covered in peanut butter. <laughs> Jesus. What a weird subculture of fucking uh, idiots. People that are going to end up on sword and scale. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Well, actually, you know what? Like last night when uh, when when uh, Pedotard was uh, texting, I kind of felt like like I was going to maybe sort of string him along a little bit just in the interest of talking to you guys today. And I should have. But instead, yeah, I was, should have. I, I was being more of, uh, hey, why don't you leave my kids alone, the fuck alone? You know, uh, well, that's probably the wise choice. <laughs> I know, but it could have been so much more fun, you know. Don't be a tease, Mike. <laughs> I know. Such a little tease, dude. Uh, okay, so speaking of Sword and Scale, which I, I've listened to all of them now, I'm totally caught up on it. But uh, so Mike and I are both in the last podcast on the left Facebook group, and. Anytime anybody brings up Sword and Scale on this group, people just go crazy. Talking about how, like, oh, that dude's such a scumbag, and he did this, and he did that, and blah, 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 blah. Have, have Wait, you noticed what? that, Mike? What what dude? The You're guy, talking about the host, right? Yeah, the host of Sword and Scale. It's like Mike Boudet or something like that. Yeah, what yeah. did he do? They're saying that he... Okay, it was... So, like, okay, so maybe valid things. They said that he posts, like, really scumbaggy stuff on Facebook. Like, it's almost like a drunk post or something, and then he goes back and deletes them, like, the next day, saying, like, I don't know, just basically railing on whoever. I don't know. 
then they also said that he was like trolling some girl for like nude pictures. I don't know how they know about that, how they found out about it. And honestly, like, I didn't really do any research on it because I just want to like the show. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, and that's the thing with last podcast, too, is it's like I've just grown really weary of all their little fan douches, you know? It's yeah, like, what is with the fan base like to those shows? People, like, are just, like, worshipping these three guys that make this podcast. And it's like... <sighs> It's too much, you know what I mean? Well, and considering the subject matter... Right. It is a a very, like, wishy-washy, easily offended group of people, which you wouldn't think that. I mean, these dudes are literally joking about, like, serial murder and stuff like that, and these people are are getting all bent out of shape about whatever. I mean, they... at one point, they were they were complaining about Sword and Scale because they said that he, like, used this 911 call without asking the victim's permission and they're like he exploits the victims of these crimes you know he didn't ask if he could do this or you know he played uh, a version of this where they use the person's name or blah, blah. and you know to me like all of this so true what? crime stuff it's ex- it's exploitation you know like well you don't need absolutely. to hear all this stuff well yeah i mean you know there was nothing i don't even know how to like put it the right way but like one of the biggest sacks of shit to ever grace the earth was Ted Bundy, right? Yeah. But I just can't get enough information about him. Like, it's it, it is, and it and it's it's weird. It, it is like an an exploitation type of thing, you know. It's like it's like the victims are sort of being forgotten, and the guy that just you know killed like thirty nine women is like the one everybody's talking about you know yeah. nobody's talking about like the you know all the girls that you know got killed and everything it's like it is it's exploitation but it's it's one of those really weird things where you know some people understand it and some don't you know like i i don't i don't make heroes out of any serial killer you no. know what i mean but and i don't think any at of the these same people time, really d- i mean i find them super interesting you there's know? some people on those forums that i think definitely do they're like enamored with the people Oh yeah, you know, which is oh, kind of like retarded. A page like the Ted Bundy files, and I mean, it's pretty much like I got on there because I thought, oh, you know, maybe there'd be some interesting little tidbits and stuff like that. And sometimes there is, but for the most part, it's just these weird fucking girls that are just always talking about how hot Ted Bundy is. The only, the only like thing they, I can they say, be a victim or whatever, and it's like, oh my god. The only thing I can <laughs> say that I don't like about. Uh, sword and scale is the coercion tactic when it comes to ad advertising for an alarm company. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, not subtle at all, is it? <laughs> it's blatant. I mean, he even says it. Yeah, you know there are monsters that we talk about on this show. You should have a good alarm on your home. These people are real, it's, and they write. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, just that the the people on those groups drive me crazy because like they're they're in love with the last podcast guys which i like them you know i like their show but then they're upset with this guy like he used a 911 call i'm like well uh this henry dude is making like uh you know sexual jokes about john benet ramsey like is that not exploitation yeah or you know like hong kong henry you know when he does hong kong henry or whatever you know like 
Yeah. And it was like the Charles Ng voice too, you know, like that really, <laughs> that really stereotypical Asian voice and stuff. It's like, you know, it's, it's funny, I guess, but I mean, it, it is like, you know, it could piss off the right person, you know? Well, and I and feel like these... those guys are catering more and more to that fan base. Like they're tiptoeing around things that they didn't used to. And it's oh, annoying. Yeah. It, like they're going out of their way to be like, yeah, and you know, that is really the underlying current of this whole story is how dangerous this type of rhetoric is, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course, we all know that it's a bad thing. It's this, is But, you know, it's like that's... I, I'm not going to that show to hear, like, a moral message, right? No, you're going to hear the most immoral message you can because yeah. that's what's funny about it, Well, and, you know? And that's kind of what it started out as, it seems like, was like, okay, well, this is like... This is a space that, you know, if you don't want to be here, then don't be here. But this is a place where, you know, we make off-color jokes and talk about really crazy subject matter. And it's all understood that it's it's in good fun and it's not to be taken it's, seriously. And it's all – everything's in bounds. Like that was always the thing is everything's in bounds. And now, like, I mean, they're just – everybody on that page is just completely offended about everything. Yeah. And it's every post that somebody posts, if you look in the comments, it turns into an argument. And plus that's I don't even hardly pay attention to that page anymore. I, just, I, I try not to go on there because it just ends up making me mad. But, like, I was on there the other day, and there's, like, one dude that posted, like, three stories that were not, like, true crime related or anything like that. It was just, like, random stuff about, like, uh, sexual assault or something like that. And he was just going off on it like he was making a spectacle spectacle of himself, being like, "I am against this." Blah 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 blah. blah. Like, get out! Like, this yeah, is just a fun place, thing. Man. You know, this yeah. is just a fun a fun thing. It's just it's not it's not like some soundboard for you to get on your moral high horse. You know? I yeah, know. Uh, I'm kind of being well, a douche about it. You know, like <laughs> like. Uh... That's what just like what Facebook is anymore. All it is is arguing and unfounded opinions, and I, I don't know. It's it's like it's it's kind of showing. I don't know, like to get deep or whatever, but it kind of shows like where like just humans in general are right now. Like no one can get along. Everyone thinks they're always right. You know, no one. You know, if someone else has a different opinion, then you know there's just no such. Then they're just wrong. You know, and and everyone just thinks that they are right. And it's just unbelievable. Like um, I was listening to a different podcast today and they kind of made a point whether you agree with it or not. But their their point was that, you know, kids should get vaccinated. Right. That was that's what they were talking about. And, and I tend to agree with that because, like, there are some kids that can't get vaccinated or else they actually will get sick. So if your kid's not vaccinated and he has to be around another kid that can't be, he could end up making that other kid sick. You know what I mean? Like, sure. so that's what they're just saying. Well, you know, like everybody should just get vaccinated. And he goes, but the problem is, is, uh, you know, everyone thinks that their side is right. And, you know, that, but then everybody always says, well, there's always another side to everything. And it's like, well, there's certain things in life that science has proven there really is no other side to. You know, like we can't we can't debate whether or not the sun is a star. You know, I mean, that's it's not debatable, but there's people that will actually debate that. You well, know, there's people who it's literally kinda, think the earth is flat. 
Well, yeah, or people that say dinosaurs never really existed, or that dinosaurs, you know, well, okay. existed well, let's like not, three thousand years let's ago. Let's not lump everybody into one group, all right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, like I, I think there's significant proof that dinosaurs probably did exist, and you Planted know, there's by no the Lord I, to challenge your faith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I mean, there is no other side to that. Like, there's no other legitimate side to that. They no. were. But, you know, it's not just that people hold, like, really strong opinions about it. It's that there is, like, a, a there's an undercurrent of morality attached to their opinion as well. Like, that's kind of, that's kind of every political argument right now. Like, people are so diametrically opposed to, like, the, the opposite viewpoint of them, whether it's liberal or conservative or whatever. But it's not just that they think that this this line of thinking is better it's that that line of thinking is immoral and mm -hmm. i have a i have a more it's more, a moral imperative for me to oppose your viewpoint and to make you feel stupid well yeah i know that's the that's the game you know and you know and that's that's you know that's one of the things that just bothers me with politics and everything now is just you know, I mean, I, I suppose, you know, at times I know I'm guilty of it, too. But like, you know, like like these Antifa kind of pricks and stuff like that. I can't do it, man. I just. What is that? You know, you don't know what you know what Antifa is. No, I don't. The, I've heard the term. I don't know what it is. It's like uh, the it's like this uh, group that basically says that every Republican is a communist or if you're not exactly in line with their mindset you're a nazi you know and they're like running around to like all these different events and just like beating the piss out of people and stuff but the funny thing is is they're just like a bunch of little like wieners you know they're like these are just like little dweeby guys you know and i don't know they're just basically like they're just agitators you know if you don't have a far left perspective of things then you're a Nazi. Like, there's no in-between, you know? And, mm -hmm. you know, that's what, you know, we were having a conversation about it a while ago where, you know, I mean, I know I come off a lot of times as, like, some right-wing fucking... Yeah, a Nazi, but <laughs> I'm not. You know what I mean? I, I really am. I'm not, but I'll tell you what. Like, the way some of these people are acting, like, they are turning so many people off right now, and... I don't know. To me, it's just like it's like they're acting like they've already lost or something, and well, they're just losing minds, you know. It's and the Nazis were more in line with today's left than they are with today's right. Well, that's that's the thing, you know. That's how I feel too. If you really look at it, you know. And you know, the thing is, is you know, I know everybody has different pockets of friends and different places that they live in, but like for me. Um, you know, I know some people that would always vote Democrat, and they're just normal people, you know. And I know people that always vote Republican, and they're just normal people. And these people all get along just fine. So, like, I don't understand why. Because all you know, of this has so, so little to do with our daily interactions with each other. Well, I know. It's, it's garbage. Exactly. It's garbage. And, you know, like, um, I have some close family members that you know all they do is is soak up like conservative media all day fox yeah. news rush limbaugh sean hannity like all that's all they listen to all day long and it's it's amazing like how ridiculous that stuff is when you're not so close to it but like when you're 
in that that you know that ideological echo chamber all day long you you can't see outside you know an outside perspective on the situation oh, yeah. it becomes very real you know and both and... sides do that all of us do oh that. of course you know and like i said i I'll, I'll admit that i'm probably somewhat guilty of that but you know one of one of the things that just bothers me is like you know um and I know Fox News is the same way, and I don't watch Fox. I don't really watch any news. I don't have TV. I don't watch TV. Because you're period. under forty. <clears throat> All right, but <laughs> like I, I don't watch you know hardly any TV, and like, you know, it, it's just like, but you'll you'll read like, just the way the different ways that like CNN will like spin a headline, you know, oh, like yeah. or yeah. or the way they'll write an article, like. Or, you know, bullshit like Huffington Post or whatever. You know, like, they, they 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 write things in a way that's just like, Trump is, like, Satan. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm not saying he's the best guy in the world. I, I, I'm not. But, you know, I uh, would, I align with a lot more what he says than with, like, you know, what Hillary Clinton would stand for. You know what I mean? I, I didn't like either I will, one of them as I you guys agree. You know, what's that? I agree with you. I agree with you there, but I would say the worst perpetrator of misleading headlines is by far the Drudge Report. Oh, that's all it is. By by <laughs> far. But you know the thing is, like the Drudge Report is sort of like an Alex Jones, like it's it's really not to be taken seriously. Now there's morons that do, you know. But, like, CNN and shit, like, they are supposed to be taken serious, you know? Well, I think... And, and they really nah. spin in, like, a you really weird any, way. You, you can't take any cable news network seriously. Well, no. and No, but you know you know people do. And you know oh, people yeah, that's what people CNN, like, that's shit. actual, you know, real news, you know? And it's like, well, I don't even know where you get real news. The, the only way I... The only news I get, as far as, like, you know, when they were... When uh, the Senate was... Uh, or when the Congress was... Uh, you know, going, like, interviewing James Comey and everything. Like, I actually just watched that. I didn't watch news coverage of it. I just watched that. And what I and what I took away from it is that Comey was saying that, essentially, Trump is not under FBI investigation. And that Trump asked him to tell the public that he wasn't under investigation. Because if you're not under investigation, wouldn't you like your FBI director to say... I'm not under investigation, you know, and for some reason, that's like the worst thing a president could ever do is ask the FBI director to tell people what government already knows. That wasn't it, though. That that wasn't the big. That's the part that I saw. The big thing was when him asking Comey if he would let the Flynn thing, he hoped he would let the Flynn thing go. Yeah, yeah. Which that, say, that that has massive implications. Sure, but he didn't. He didn't say to let it go. I, I don't know. I, I know he, he put he a lot of he, he put a lot of pressure it. on him to let the thing go. Yeah, and which like I said, I, I don't I'm think not, that's illegal. No, and and honestly, and if like, I were, I don't if I were think him, that I would do the same. I don't think that Trump understands the ramifications of doing that in his position because that's what he's done his whole life. He's well, been, I think you Trump know, came in and he's like, I'm going to be the guy that gets shit done. You know, I'm just going to get shit done my way. And, and you know, I think he's finding out that it just doesn't work that way. You know, well, it just doesn't, you know. And I think he's, it's pretty hard to deny that he's an idiot. 
Well, no, like, you can't deny that. I mean, the the kind of stuff that he's done, and and there's some of it that's so blatantly like transparent, like you know his his criticism of uh, Qatar, like last week or whatever it was, you know, for supporting terrorist regimes and stuff. Like, uh, we have ten thousand troops stationed in Qatar, and you know we're 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 basically puppeting Saudi Arabia's preset message. You know, the biggest right. state supporter of terrorism. Like, that kind of stuff, you know, it's it's the same song and dance that's been going on for years. And that's but, what I don't understand, you know, and that's, that's like, when I did not, when you know, we talked about it before, but, I mean, I voted for him because I wasn't going to vote for Hillary, and, and I knew Gary Johnson wasn't going to win. So, you know, I voted to have Hillary not win, essentially. Now, I, I might, in four years, really regret that decision. I don't know. But, see, there's certain things that he's doing like that, that to me, I'm like, but that's not what I, ex- what he's, that's, that's the, he's kind of doing the shit that I expected Hillary Clinton to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, and I and, think the well, power structure didn't change regardless of which douchebag is the face of it. And if you vote for someone and you have no regrets after four years, you're not on earth. You've died and gone to heaven. Well, right. Yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I'm sorry, you know, I couldn't do Clinton. You know, I just, I couldn't, and... Dude, I couldn't stomach Clinton either. I don't know. And, I can't yeah, I can't stomach can either of them. That. They both suck. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, you know, I, I wouldn't go ahead and just call myself a Trump guy, but, you know, I am partly responsible for him being there because I, you know, I did vote for him, you know. But well, I, it was it was mainly like, you know, I can't, I, I, I don't know that I want, you know... Whatever agenda the Democrats have been carrying, I don't really like it, you know. I'm not against equality and things like that, you know what I mean? That's not what I'm talking about. It's it's like they're trying to start – they're kind of trying to control the way that that you think, you know. They, they want you to think a certain way, and I don't like that, you know. I just don't, you know. And I like liberty. Maybe I'm a redneck or whatever, but, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> – I think kind of going back to the, you know, how do you find your news? I think the best thing that, you know, the best that you can do basically is to find, um, you know, people that you trust and, you know, and still, you know, take their message with a grain of salt. And for mm-hmm. me, like, well, it's all you know, you can do. Yeah. politically, like, if, news wise, I listen to, like, uh, the intercept podcast you know because i feel like jeremy scahill he is far left of of my political leanings but i think he's an honest guy and he does hold people accountable like you know he's willing to deliver a message that's not going to be popular and i think dan carlin's another one that i like to listen to because you know he is a has a pretty fair middle of the road perspective on most things so, like, I think if you can assemble a couple of sources like that, that, are, you know, you don't pick them based on their ideology, but you kind of pick them based on their, you know, their their integrity, I guess, as a journalist or as a political commentator. And, you know, you just do the best that you can to get a, a, an accurate picture of what's going on. Because, yeah, you know, it, you, you're not getting an unfiltered uh, viewpoint when you go to any of the major news networks. I mean, the major news networks are garbage. 
just think of what a shame that is. I mean, that's a that's a scary thought. You know, it is. It's a it's a relatively scary thought that like most people in this country do not have the ability. Well, everybody's guy has the ability, but you know they they don't have the wherewithal to actually find what's really going on. They're only listening to whatever confirmation bias show they're listening to. You know, and I don't know. It's, it's a generational thing. It's scary. You know, it's just, it's odd, you know. Our, I don't know. I think we're just, we're kind of seeing what happens when uh, you give everybody participation trophies and everybody wins and everybody's always right, you know. Like, no one knows how to be wrong anymore. And no one knows how to lose. And I, it's just really, it's it's concerning to me. But, unfor- like, fortunately, I live up in the thumb area where we're just all a bunch of rednecks and we all get along that way. Yep. It affects so few so, people there. We've gone off the rails here a bit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> way. What do you guys think about this attack in at Bishop Airport in Flint? I didn't really hear a ton about it, but I saw that I I opened that article. And I was like, Bishop? No way. There's a poor man's terrorist attack. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't even know if it was a terrorist attack. They said they were investigating it as a terrorist attack, but the guy didn't said... they say that the guy yelled, "I'll, you know, Alu Akbar or whatever." That was what yes, I heard. yes. But he also said he was pissed off that so many people were being killed in Libya. I think what was it Syria, Libya, or something like that. Two, yeah, two countries. He was pissed off about that. So to me, it's less of a terrorist attack and more of a. Uh, uh, an extreme reaction to decisions that we've made, things that well, we've done. Know, the guy that did it was like a uh, was Canadian national, I mean, wasn't he? Yeah, and he just got divorced, or he got kicked out of his house, and he was living in a tent. I mean, he's going through a lot of mental problems at the same time. He's living time. in a tent? Yeah, he's living in a tent in his backyard. How the fuck did he afford a plane ticket? Well, that's probably why he went to Bishop, because so, that's what I told you. It's a poor man's terrorist attack. Bishop's expensive yeah. as fuck to fly in and out of. <laughs> I don't know, man. No, it's it's only expensive like if you're flying to an area that that they don't like exclusively cater to. Like if you're if you're going because it's a Delta hub. If you go to like any other Delta hub, it's fucking cheap and it's delightful because there's no one there. So that that's where I was. So uh, yeah, you're in and out of there. So I was just I was just there yeah. like two weeks ago. Yeah, that's my favorite airport to fly out of for sure. Yeah, dude, it's it's a fucking cakewalk. I love it. Yeah, and that's what I mean. You know, I I don't know what else you could call it other than a terrorist attack. Now, whether it's like you know, if you want to say radical Re- Islamic terror, I don't know. You know, I would say revenge. Yeah, I mean, I would or just nutbag. You know, I mean, it could just be nutbag, like John Holmes in Colorado shooting well, up the theater, Batman. You know, it's a nutbag. It's just a fucking. I don't nut. think he was. I don't think he was a nut. I think. Oh, well, I mean, obviously he was a nut. He stabbed someone in the fucking back. Yeah. But I think he was just angry. Did you guys see the picture of the cop who got stabbed? No. Like yeah. this hilarious, fucking awesome picture of him giving a thumbs up in the hospital. Yeah. Well, that's everybody said he's a pretty great guy, you know, or is he didn't die. So, but. Yeah, that was pretty weird for, you know, something like that to happen here. But, yeah, I, I don't know how you'd classify that, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, to me, it's, like I said, I, I would 
I would lean toward a guy who just lost his wife. Uh, you know, maybe has family in Libya or has family in Syria, whatever, and he's just he's lost it. You know, that's what it seemed like to me. But uh, you know, I haven't researched it a whole lot either. So. I wonder if it was like one of those Nobody's things about it. where, like, uh, you're just like super annoyed. Like, okay, so <clears throat> you have to go through through security gates, and you have to get checked and stuff like that. And you're like, oh man, I don't, I don't have anything. I have a fucking book bag. They're like, okay, well, we need you to stand aside here, and we need to look at, you know, your your left shoe. And you're like, oh, dude, what? What the fuck? It's just a shoe. I don't. I don't know what the problem is. Okay, well, we need you to to strip search. Jesus, what what the fuck is going on? Fucking. Yeah, I'm just trying to get on a fucking plane. Allah Akbar. What? And then <laughs> that right there is probably. Do not what say that happened. in that situation. No, exactly. no, don't say you know? that in any situation. Well, it was probably like, it, if it were me, it would probably be just like a frustration thing. Like, man, you you, you can't uh, you can't stereotype. And I think that's possibly where the issue is. Well, what if in like their language, saying like Alu Hu Akbar or whatever, was just kind of like one of us saying like, ah, Jesus Christ or something. Right. So yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like getting like strip searched and you're like, ah, oh, Alu Akbar. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a terrorist. <laughs> yeah. That's, just because that's a you're, you're I haven't thought about before. You got to you got to put yourself uh, on the other people. I never thought of it like that. Basically a cut. That's brilliant. He's just saying God's name in vain in Arabic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just dropping down some GDs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know. Sick of this shit. I was Lockbard. Yeah. I mean, he was he was what? Canadian? Yeah. Everybody. How dangerous could he be? Right. Does he have some explosive syrup? It's, it. it's always a syrup yeah. joke with him. I bet you they just hate syrup. <laughs> well, well, you know, they should be supplying so much. Ooh, a knife, huh? It's just a gorilla team's just poisoning all maple trees. Dude, Fucking uh, stereotypes. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Have you? Like I don't Canada, remember if I brought this up on the last podcast or not. But have you guys heard of Jankum? No, no, no. It's a uh, a drug, an inhalant, and a hallucinogen. Guess what it's made out of? Uh, it could be anything. So go ahead. Fermented yeah. human waste. Ah. In the mid '90s, wow. it was reported to be a popular street bug drug among Zambian street, street children. They would uh, put Jeez. the feces and urine in a jar and cover it with a balloon, then let it ferment out in the sun. Then afterwards, they would inhale the fumes created. Oh, just give them heroin. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. People just going in. Is it just it stinks so high. bad that you're fucked up after you smell it? I think basically you're just inhaling like straight methane. You probably your IQ drops by ten points on every hit. Now, is this something that you buy, <laughs> or do you just always make it yourself? Oh There's no, this no is way, a DIY cause... 
sort of thing. I was going to say, like, I'm not buying that. I'll tell you. They they sell it at uh, parties, you know. You want a fucking party balloon? There's my poop in it. <laughs> like, Get you high. Wait, what kind of poop? Like, uh, Pizza Hut? Okay. All right. Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, I thought we, we were going to make it through. No, please. No way. Almost did it. Almost did it. Who even wants to? Uh. <laughs> but the funniest thing about this was that it said in November 2007, there was a moral panic in the United States after widespread reports of Jankum being becoming a popular recreational drug in middle and high schools, though the true extent of the practice has since been called into question. So it's basically saying that, like, uh, the American media was like, a new drug called Jankum. Are your this teens you getting high on poop? <laughs> They're really good at, at causing hysteria. Yeah, they are. So good at it. They did it with but AIDS, then, too. Does anyone else Ebola. in this conversation remember that Wait a situation? minute. Wait a minute. I, I've never, A, heard of it, but I have a different question that's kind of related. You ever see those people that, like, spray paint into, like, a paper bag and then huff it? The Charlie then, Kelly? Yeah, the Charlie Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, their face is all painted and shit. So, like, <laughs> would these people just have, like, shitty grills? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, they're, so. just, they're just, like, huffing it so hard that, like, their face smells like shit? Looks like you've been God. no hands eating a back box of chocolate chips all day. <laughs> yeah. In oh summer. Yeah. In the desert. <laughs> it's just there's, there's never an end to the depths humans will can reach well, uh, you know i think we're getting stressful there. lives and i think we might trying to escape for a little bit sometimes you gotta <laughs> just trying to they're trying to deal <laughs> just trying yeah. to deal. <laughs> sometimes you gotta eat a turd yeah sometimes <laughs> you just gotta snort turd sometimes you do it's a fact so all right that's this the is listener. the type of shit that happens when you make drugs illegal <laughs> people people yeah. resort to eating shit they get they get inventive yeah this is a direct result of them making the uh the in the uh propellant and spray cans bitter and now we gotta <laughs> huff turds boy yep well when you, i mean you're gonna huff something and you make the inhalants you know all bitter tasting uh, thanks obama <laughs> <laughs> now it's thanks odonna and then uh well i mean that's just what you get honestly with you know marijuana being illegal if it was legal that's just what everybody would do probably and that would probably be the end of a lot of problems not all but a lot but maybe so yeah it's uh i wonder what the uh hardcore drugs statistics are in in like washington and colorado after legalization I mean, if you're hooked on freaking oxy, I don't think weed's going to do the trick. No, but, uh, I you know, so. I mean, <laughs> I've known people that have, like, that were alcoholics that never drank again by using marijuana. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, I think I, I feel like I read somewhere that they had an uptick in emergency room 
visits. <laughs> panic attacks. From, from people having panic attacks, yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, overdosing on pot. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. I'm you can sure get that, that anxiety attack every now and then. Yeah, I've had a few of those. Yeah, on Pete's couch. <laughs> on Pete's yeah. floor. I had a silent panic attack on Pete's couch, convinced I was going to die. They're no fun, man. <laughs> it's happened to me, too. Happened to me, too. It's not fun. That is edibles, man. It's it's all of it, really, but edibles. Ah, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. I've never tried fucking I've dangerous. Tried an edible. I'm not, uh, I'm not... I'm. I think I'm gonna gravitate away from those if I ever start. You gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta commit. You gotta commit hours to that. Yeah. It's not and like something know, in the last twenty minutes. You gotta know your portions too, man. I mean, you yeah, gotta know. Like, yeah, that's the thing. You know, like, like I said, you I gotta, don't have any experience in it, but as far as you know, know edibles, but. To know your portions, you got to personally know the person making it and be there when they do. I right. some, Otherwise, uh, you have no idea what you're getting. Well, I have, I've never tried, like, homemade stuff. I've always had, like, uh, pre-bought. Or, you know, like, pr- professional caliber. But there is definitely some lag time, and it's much longer with certain kinds than others. Yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely have to be uh, patient when you start... You start rocking the edibles. Wait, yeah, you don't just crank like six chocolate chip cookies and be like, it's still not doing anything. I'm going to eat four more. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you're fucking shitting in the uh, fish tank or something. <laughs> yeah, the rock candy is a slow, uh, slow build. Slow burn. <laughs> the rock candy is, is something that increases in intensity for about eight hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I would even like that. You know, I don't think I Oh, I no, would. it's delicious. It's, it's uh, the like next either. day. The next day I don't is even great. like being drunk or anything, you know? Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't like it, anything real strong, you know? Uh, see, I, I almost enjoy the next day better than, than like, the actual evening. Because the next day, you just have, like, a v- super relaxed, calm feeling, and you just feel normal, but just chill. Oh, see, I, I don't like the... Uh, I don't like the next day hangover. Yeah, but see, you're already at a at maximum chill. Yeah, yeah. Casey's a spaz. You're into the red right. zone. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. already at maximum chill. Nice. Uh, I've been insulted by by better things, so okay, I'll take that. Hey, it's not a bad <laughs> thing. Just that's no. just that's your uh, mantra. Yeah, just fucking relax. So yeah, when I when I have uh, too many edibles, yeah, it's fun that time. Although I I hate the feeling of like becoming dumber <laughs> 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 because like uh, I I had some edibles. This is like a I don't know, like a week or two ago, and like I just remember having like this big fucking rant about how I knew exactly what the fuck I was saying and how like you know I I'm completely in control and then like I could literally count to 3 and then I I had absolutely no idea what I had said. Yeah. But oh, when that happens one. it's really funny, right? <laughs> no, because I was just fucking at that annoyed time? at that point. And I was <laughs> so I was like, Dude, I was just talking. What we, the fuck was I talking about? 
And when you're in that and, that that mode, it's like you're operating in reverse dog years. Like <laughs> yeah. one minute is seven minutes. And you, it takes so long to get through a sentence that sometimes you do forget what you were saying by the time you finish. Dude, I, I used to. It was like in my fucking mess. In my early twenties, I would have uh, problems with like I would be we'd be sitting there watching South Park or something, you know, just baked. Like Derek would be over and stuff, and just baked, and like I'd go, I'd I'd be like thinking something, and then it would just hit me like, did I say that out loud? Like, I hate that. I could not whether I said that out loud or not, and I could not figure it out. And I would actually have to ask people, did I just say something? People would be like, no. Like, okay, good. The worst is when you're just, you'll say something weird or you'll laugh funny, and then you spend the next (laughs) hour just fucking chastising yourself (laughs) internally about how you sounded like an idiot and everybody thinks you're stupid. Everybody thinks you're just a complete moron. Yeah. I don't know. uh, So we... The other day we we so we got we've got like a breath spray and then a bunch of other just random like chocolates and stuff like that right the breath spray I cannot get a handle on it uh you know it took like seven and a half milligrams worth of that waited like literally an hour and twenty minutes and just nothing so this happened twice yeah. right breath spray waited like an hour and fifteen twenty minutes nothing can't figure you know i don't know what's going on but so took took some chocolates and five minutes after taking the chocolates like oh 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 (laughs) oh no (laughs) so we're like no we went it hit it it kicked in one night we went to a, a chinese buffet which that's an experience that that everybody needs to have at some point a Chinese buffet? Yeah, like in the midst of a... Chinese buffet stone. Exactly. Definitely. That's perfect. And when it hit hard, dude, I was I was having trouble remembering where the booth was. Like on my walk back. <laughs> <laughs> Casey's just got like that perma grin everywhere he goes. <laughs> just sitting Eyes up there are just at like the tray slits. for like 30 minutes, like trying to pick out just the right shapes of General So's chicken there. <laughs> <laughs> when you like bring out like, more garlic bread, man, this stuff's hard. Yeah, God. it was fun. Poor dumb bastard. It definitely didn't make Guardians of the Galaxy two any better. What a piece no. of trash! See, I never, I've never even seen the first one. I just, I never. Never. The first one's fun. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I've actually heard a lot of people say it's good. I just. Yeah, it's like a Once funny it... movie. The second yeah. one, you can definitely skip the second one. Kurt Russell, man, just get a, just get out already. Put him in a home. Dude, have you seen Bone Tomahawk? Yeah, that movie was awesome. That was good. I tell you what, I do want to see is uh, Baby Driver. What is it? Who's in that? I don't recognize that. Uh, I couldn't even tell you who's in it. There's a lot of people saying that it's like the best movie of the year. It's supposed to be kind of like a drive. Okay. Not for that. Uh, Let me see. 
Let me see who's in it here. Um, it's long alarms. I know. No. So annoying. Kevin Spacey, John Hamm, uh, Jamie Foxx, John Bernthal. Nice. Yeah. Those people. And some more. Did you guys get into that Daredevil series? Yeah. yeah. No. That shit's good, man. Season two was the Punisher, that like John Bernthal as the Punisher. Yeah, he was that great. dude was that was serious. Like he's got his own uh there's like a Punisher series coming out, I guess now. Mm-hmm. A few months. Well, I'm but, excited for that. Yeah. yeah, that was good, man. Like I, I loved Daredevil. I thought that was a great show. Or it still is, I guess, but you know. And then Casey uh, uh, I have to ask you, how was Starset, man? Starset was great. That was a great show. Um, the band that played before them, not great at you all. You loved them. I mean, just garbage. But uh, I was telling Mike, like, so these guys took the stage and they had like a video projection screen going behind them, you know, with all these like, like the graphics were all like, blue fire and like neon yellow wow. lightning and stuff the whole time they're playing it wow i told mike i'm like if if you polled the band ask them what their favorite movie is i bet you 30 dollars that all of them would say the resident evil series <laughs> like if that doesn't sum it up for you <laughs> we live by it yeah it was it was trash but star set was great and they dude they're their set is so crazy. Like, they got, you know, uh, not pyrotechnics, but, you know, like, all these video monitors. Oh, that yeah. Are, you know, crazy lighting in. and stuff, yeah. You got, like, the big smoke tubes that are billowing stuff out and lights and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. And that's everything I've seen, too, is, like, they're, they're just dead-on tight, too. You know, like, really good. So, yeah, yeah like the, I don't know. And, then, you know, they played in Flint, like, last week, but... You know, somebody had to put on a tractor pull, so I couldn't go. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but they were playing like in a parking lot or something. Was it outside? Because that, that's yeah. like I I would like to see them, but I want to see them at like the machine shop or something. You know what I mean? Listen, like I, I want to see them like inside somewhere. I went you know? and saw Alt J, and it was at uh, uh what's that outdoor, um, Meadowbrook. Yeah, yeah, music theater, and I thought this is gonna suck because it's outside, and it was by far the best thing I've ever, I've ever seen in my entire life. Huh. Nice. It's Would like you a, consider that your favorite? That show? Yeah. Hundred percent by far, a thousandfold the best show I've ever been to. Okay. Wow. Yes, would have sufficed. <laughs> well, I like the no, it would, it would not have sufficed. <laughs> it was that Alt good. J. I don't even know if I know who that is. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Oh, it was amazing. It was so, so but you so know, like Chubbs, Star What's set? your favorite show oh, of all time? Uh, favorite show of all time. Yeah. Um, when I was at Cornerstone, my my band went there in college. You know, we saw like an evening. It was like an after-hour set of the Chariot, and that oh, yeah. was a crazy show. Like, it just destroyed all their equipment in front of us. 
which is pretty. You ever see the video of those dickheads the playing in like Russia on some guy's roof? No, no, but I can believe it. Yeah, they played a show on some guy's roof. That was that <laughs> was, was a really video. crazy show to watch. Oh, the, I love the Chariot Live. Love I don't know. them. I've, I've seen some pretty cool uh, lineups, you know, but I'm not sure what my favorite would be. I really liked uh, Kill Switch Engage this year. That was a fun one. Because I just felt like I knew so many of the songs and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing uh, Born of Osiris and Volumes on Sunday, and I'm pretty pumped about that. I've listened to Born of Osiris for, I don't know, like 10 years now or something. Have you ever seen them before? Nope. No? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, what about you guys and your favorite shows? Hmm. That's always Mike. like a really, it's like a strange, hard question. Like, Mike, if you want to talk about like my favorite show that like I have the best memories of, would be like the first time we saw O Sleeper and Warren. Like, no, at the what, Ritz. Was the, what was the best set? Who put on the best <clears throat> set? Right. Uh, was it Clutch? Because you've seen them about 38 times. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that, but either, I, I would say I saw one night, I saw like this thing, it was called the, an evening with Clutch, and that was pretty cool. They played like two sets, you know? That was yeah. really cool. But I think the best show I ever saw, and as kind of corny as it might be, was, uh, honestly, it was probably Marilyn Manson back in like 2003. I'm sure that'd be Nothing entertaining. That. When he was like in like his heyday. Like, you know, I mean, every song he came out with, like, different outfits and shit, you know. And, I mean, it was at the State Theater, and he was, like, climbing around. You know, they have those knights on the wall. He was, like, climbing around on the wall and, like, beating the knights in the face with a microphone and stuff. I don't know. It was just really wild. And then, you know, I, I you know, I, I saw Norma Jean a couple times, too, where, you know, I didn't want it to end, you know. Yeah. Like, that time, I think, Davis, you were with me when we were in Ohio. And, yeah. uh old bass player jake was like hanging from the ceiling and shit that was that was probably one of my favorites uh because yeah they were they were touring with the chariot yeah so we saw that tour and the next night went to ohio or was it two days like we went and saw him two two days out of three or something yeah because i I think they did something weird where like they went to chicago and then they doubled back to like ohio so we hit like the detroit and then the ohio one I think we Something. went to Grand Rapids. We went Pete there. Did we? Yeah, it was like, like at the intersection. It was like, uh, remember the chariot was playing and they shut him down because Skogan was like throwing his microphone over the rafters and like hanging from him. And yeah. so they shut his sound off. And then how we, we were really impressed that like he was like, okay, we'll be good or whatever. And then the band just started like like that, just boom. Like, you know, right back <laughs> into that part of the song, like flawlessly. Yeah, their shit's so chaos, and they're like, oh, okay, let's start here, two, three, four, and then it it resumed chaos. Yeah, it didn't even have, it didn't even have to build back up. It was just on. <laughs> yeah, I saw a really so, fun show at the intersection. It was like the first metal show that I ever went to, and it was uh, Haste the Day and It Dies Today. Oh yeah, that was really fun. That was like Haste the Day's, you know, like primo years or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Those guys had some had a good run. They they had uh, Giuseppe from Once Nothing play drums for them for a long time. Yep, guy was like a blast to watch. Remember, we used to go 
Well, how many times did we see once nothing? Once or twice? I think it was and just the the well, opera house, right? Oh, opera house. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw him there. But Dude, uh that was before I knew you guys. We were probably at the same one. That old sleeper show? Yeah. Casey, you were there? Yep. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Wasn't a freaking life in your way there? Yeah. That was yeah. So boring. Oh, it was awful. <laughs> You know what's weird though awful. is like I loved I actually really like that that one album of theirs Waking Giants but like live I don't know what it was remember how piercing it sounded it was I really could hear, off you could hear the vocalist in the monitors so it, it wasn't any of his um, effects were coming through it was just his raw vocals and it was, it was clean, fucking yeah. terrible wasn't clean, but I mean, it was just on all. You yeah, know. my uh, yeah. pure unadulterated trash. <laughs> trash. Yeah, trash. I saw them several times just because they happened to be somewhere that I was, and I yeah. never liked them. The same with Gwen Stacy. Hated them every time I saw them. And I was really never like, impressed with them either. No, nah, they, they were not good. Well, well, what was, was that band that? Too. What was the band where the dude was mocking the bassist? The Showdown. The, the Showdown. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Christian Pantera. Yeah, they're not remember, he was, remember in the middle of it, too, he goes, uh, I know what you're thinking right now. Didn't I see that guy in a Pert Plus commercial? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he had, like, really long blonde hair. Yeah, we saw them at Clutch Cargos with O Sleeper and Norma Jean. Clutch Cargos. Yep. Is that still Yeah. Crime it's a church nature was is it really? Yeah, it's a church again. How do they have Weird. church in there after there's been so much, like, uh, you know, debauchery? Dry humping yeah. and, you know, like, passive rape? I don't know. It started off a church and then became, like, a nightclub slash music venue for 20 years, and now it's a church again. So, okay, yeah. who's who's on your, like, top of your list of bands to see still that you've never seen before? Well, Star Set. Um, Definitely going twelve foot ninja. Oh yeah, they're good. Uh, Isaiah was telling me about them that they have like guitars that detune automatically or something. Yeah, dude. Have you watched any of uh, Stevic's videos? No, I, I don't know I, I hardly anything about them. It, I, I, I get uh, like this third degree grief from Isaiah because you won't invest in them. <laughs> Like, he's like, dude, I keep telling Mike to fucking check these guys out, and he won't fucking do it. And I don't <laughs> I understand what the fuck Star his Set problem and you is. Won't do it, dude, so. It's a <laughs> mashup of... I to Star Set in Texas. Oh, good. It, it, it's a mashup yeah. of uh, American Head Charge and Mike Patton. Huh. And, and like a... There's in a good like, way, because... There's elements <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, if... Like, uh... <laughs> okay, like uh, second Incubus album, like how they had uh, the Interstellar love song, like that weird kind of funk slash like jazz song. Yeah. Like there's elements of that. There's like some just brutal, just detuning, fucking garbage right in your ears. They <sighs> they really cover a lot of shit, and mm-hmm. like I've watched a lot of their videos. 
and I've never been more jealous of like their lives than See, anybody. Dude, that's exactly how I feel about like you know, like I, I've told you before, like Starset is the band I always wanted to make. Like a a band that was like like that like a Isaiah and I used to talk about it. Like a dark kind of like spacey type theme with like all the lights and shit, you know? Like oh. that's how I feel about them. I'm like, man, you fucking guys, like you did what I want to do, you know? It's like but why I, didn't I think of that when I was doing this stuff, you know? I'm not I'm not talking musically. I mean musically I like them. I think they're they're good. Uh but they're just a bunch of fucking cunts and it's hilarious. Because they're they're just complete fucking douchebags. Like all of their music videos are just them being douchebags. They have all these like non music videos, just them fucking off. And I'm like, God damn it. Why can't I be good enough at anything to make money off that so I can be a douchebag and not have to worry about repercussions of it? That's what they do. They're fucking douchebags and it's hilarious. They strike me as what average Australians would be like. Maybe. Maybe, but they're they're popular enough that I get to see it. Yeah. And that's what makes it great. Yeah, well, that would be a fun life. Yeah. <laughs> it just it would. You know. I mean, obviously, but Yeah. So, yeah. like have you ever like went to see a band that you thought was going to be great and they were just fucking garbage? Um, sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Chevelle's first album. I really liked really? their first album when it came out, and they awesome. put on I've... an awful show. That's ah. weird because I've seen Chevelle once, and they were fucking album quality. Like, I mean, dude, it was spot on. Dude, they were off tune. It was fucking huh. terrible. The and who the people that stole the show at that one was Helmet, who I didn't even know was on the docket that I didn't know existed since like 1995. And they were awesome, huh? I uh, yeah, that's weird because Chevelle, like to me, it's Tool, like. I saw Tool live, and I was never so disappointed in spending eighty dollars to see a show in my life. They just played again. So boring. So fucking boring. <laughs> I can't think then of who I, I really. Well, they just do that sometimes. They think it's funny to play songs that no one's ever heard, and that's what they did. They played two hours of, and I own all the Tool albums, and I've listened to them all many times, and they played two hours worth of songs that I maybe recognized thirty percent of them. And Isaiah's like, well, they just do that once in a while because they think it's funny. And it's like, well, I personally don't find that funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bought that ticket. It, you know? Yeah, like, that's not a I, comedy show. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's and like, you know, move. and for me, and I know this is his thing, but like, you know, for me, it was like, oh, man, I get to see Maynard. You know, like you grow up, like Maynard is like your, like, everybody thinks of Maynard is like the singer, you know? And I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm going to get to see Maynard. And the fucker stood behind a sheet with a light shining on him. So I got to see Maynard's shadow for two hours. Yeah, and Maynard's silhouette. He did the same thing for Perfect Circle. That sucks. See, I really, I, Perfect Circle's coming in, like this, in the fall, I think. I, I saw them know. back in, I don't know, like 2003 or something. Yeah. And it was the same I fucking thing. Band again. 
last year for a while, man. They're so good. But, <clears throat> I want to see yeah, 10 I, years. That's who's on my list to see. Never seen them. You mean for real? Yeah, I love 10 years. They have so many good songs. And their first album is 10 stacked. years is that like effect tool. Is like great. Yeah, they well, they're tool <laughs> masturbation. What? Yeah, I remember. Or, I remember or not remember. masturbation, rather, but worship. What are you talking about? They're not anything like well, Tool. But Chubbs, Chubbs has never listened to Tool. Okay. Well, yeah. you don't know then, Chubbs. So fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> Every 10 years song I've heard has been Tool Worship. And Chevelle was kind of the same <laughs> way. They were just better at it. Man, I don't know. Like, Chevelle, like, they're a, they're a band I've been trying to, like, listen to a little bit more lately, too. And, like, I'm... They're a pretty damn good band, you know. Like it's pretty amazing when you see like these bands that can go as long as they go. Like one that's yeah. really impressive to me is is Clutch. You know, I mean, I know none of you guys are that into them, but like not, they've been, been close. They've been around since like 1990, and the, every and they still tour 300 days a year. They still sell out every show they play, and their albums are just as good as they've ever been. You know, and that's pretty solid, man. Well, like, you know, that's all subjective. Well, you could, you could say the same thing about Aerosmith. No, you couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know what happened is is Clutch did kind of go into a different direction. Like about ten years ago, they went more into like a jam band type, not jam band, but like didn't they get bluesy? Well, a little bit, you know, and and I didn't like that. I didn't like it at all. I basically kind of quit listening to them. And then over the last year or so, I've kind of um, thrown them on again in, like, their newer stuff. And it's like, I, you know, once you kind of take a break and kind of disassociate yourself with, like, what they used to be, they're still a, they're still really good, you know. And I don't know. I, I think that's pretty neat, you know, and that they tour as much as they do. And I don't know. I, they're just a pretty neat band. They, they're all DI you know, do it yourself. Like they own their own label and everything they do is all on their own. And it's just kind of cool. You know, they're like a grassroots type band, you know, hmm. but well, fellas, yeah, I got to get off of here. Oh, Casey, right. thanks for the shirt, man, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. No problem, dude. For the what? Uh, I got him a shirt at the star set show. Oh, actually, I got I got you a shirt, and then got home and realized that the girl gave me the wrong size. So that's not actually from the show. <laughs> I ordered that one. Oh man, you didn't have to go through all that. <laughs> no, I told you I'd get you one. I just that I don't know. It was super loud in there. So yeah. All right. But, oh, that's well, just really cool, man. Yeah, no problem. You guys, we're allowed to uh, we're allowed to wrap this up under one condition. You have to name two movies, and you have to replace one word of that movie with the word asshole. Or if you're Chubbs and you're not old enough to say asshole, you can say butthole. Hmm. I've got one. All right. Okay, Mike, you're up. Boys in the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Pain and asshole. <laughs> What's that? Well, pain and asshole. <laughs> uh, clear and present butthole. <laughs> <laughs>
Tinker Taylor Soldier Butthole. <laughs> Something about asshole? Yeah. Four uh, assholes. How about asshole that's frozen? <laughs> <laughs> Some of you have to kind of explain afterwards. That's, that's all right. It's just one Deep. word. So. Deep asshole. <laughs> uh, asshole stinks. There's isn't there a movie Love Stinks? Life stinks. Mel Brooks movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Fantastic. Asshole. Uh, Blazing dude. assholes. <laughs> dude, where's my asshole? <laughs> the big asshole. For the love of the asshole. <laughs> Assholes of Madison County. <laughs> the asshole whisperer. <laughs> uh, the sound easy. of assholes. <laughs> what Good <laughs> asshole. Gilbert asshole. <laughs> Good asshole hunting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Great job, everyone. <laughs> we we can just go all day. Asshole, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey I shrunk the asshole, asshole. Yeah. that's more useful honey I, I blew up honey I blew up the asshole <laughs> yeah <laughs> throw an asshole from the train <laughs> stupid uh, I don't know I just thought that'd be a fun game that's a good game it is a yeah. good game Mona Lisa's asshole Guardians of the asshole. Mm-hmm. All right. The, yep. I have <laughs> got to go. Blazing <laughs> assholes. I already got that one. Oh, you did? Ah, I missed it. American Asshole X. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. You're great. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs>